This is a Dynamike Network podcast. Press play to start. Welcome to Console Combat, and it's time to hail to the kings, baby. Here are your hosts, John and Bean. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Christmas episode of Console Combat. I am one of your hosts, John, and with me is my Grinchly, portly friend who's not so portly or Grinchly, Dean. Hello, I am Scrooge McFuck this. (laughs) I don't have any good puns to go with that because he caught me completely off guard with the Scrooge McFuck this. You're welcome. So... Before we go into our new segment, I would like to let everyone know that we will be having a special guest or two later on. Uh, You know, think Christmas, think what could be Christmas related around Christmas. Uh, So look forward to our guests. Look forward to a little bit of a different standard of how we do things because we decided to break tradition for Christmas, which is tradition. And what's better than being... Yeah, exactly. What's better than not being traditional on a traditional holiday? Nothing. Yes. And uh, so with that, let's hop into our very dingy plane for a flight across to the drop zone. Now entering the drop zone. All right, everyone. Christmas has given you the gift of no goddamn games. There is nothing coming out. There's nothing that has come out. Nothing to be coming out at all until uh, the latter half of January. So uh, Dean has taken the responsibility off of my hands of doing the hardware, software, non-game related stuff uh, because he's smarter than me in that stuff. And with that, no. <laughs> yes, don't let him fool you. He's trying to get me to build a computer. I'm like, how do you do that? I can't do that. So he's going to end up doing it for me. But he's going to start talking about all the stuff that I don't even know what is uh, to be brought up. And take it away. It's all a surprise. Yay. All right. Yeah. So just do the lack of game releases uh, in the next coming couple weeks. Uh, just have some, just some news things going on in the gaming sphere. Um, and unfortunately, we're going to start off with some sad stuff. The voice actor for Max Payne, James McCaffrey, has passed away. Oh, that's a, that's a bummer. Yeah. Uh, he was definitely one of those more notorious uh, voice actor roles and uh, characters within gaming. Yeah. Um, he passed away after a battle with cancer. So it is definitely someone who was taken from us too soon at the age of 65. Oof. And he will be remembered through his games and his voice lines and through all his other projects. Yes, indeed. Rest Uh, in peace. Rest in peace. uh, But to lighten it up, we will follow that with a much better news story. Uh, Activision Blizzard boss Bobby Kotick is departing Activision. Finally, get him out. Goodbye. Fuck that guy absolutely fuck that guy him and his bullshit practices and the things he allowed to happen under his nose during his tenure at activision is disgusting they should have fired him years ago but the shareholders the shareholders the shareholders Ugh. yeah that's usually commonplace for stuff like that it's it's the value of the dollar to the businessman really boggles the mind of the consumer but it, uh, it's really nonsensical if you think about it well, it's not even just the things that uh, happened 
for us as consumers, I'm talking about the things that happen intra-office, like talking about the whole sexual harassment thing that happened uh, that was that real big deal. Uh, was it a year or two ago? That or it, it came out a, a while ago. And just all that stuff. And all the people higher up in Activision Blizzard, such as Bobby Kotick, was aware of it and did nothing because that's just how they ran things. It was a boys club. And it's disgusting, especially the way they were treating the women. If yeah, you don't know about that, good. don't look it up. Don't look it up unless you want to be upset. You're supposed to bring the mood up. <laughs> well, the fact that Bobby Kotick is leaving is definitely good news because that means that hopefully Microsoft gets somebody better in his place, and they will probably clean house. I mean, it's Microsoft. They're they may not be the best company when it comes to practices and ethics, but I've never really heard many issues with, you know, sexual assault or anything like that happening within Microsoft, like there was with Activision Blizzard. <laughs> Speaking of the uh, Activision sexual assault uh, lawsuit and everything, uh, there was a settlement in California for that for $55 million. Huh. Now, I don't know about you, but... $55 million as a fine or lawsuit or settlement to a company that rakes in billions a month just in microtransactions from Call of Duty. That's not even a slap on the wrist. That's just like a light blow of the wind in their ear. Just a slight annoyance. That's nothing. A mosquito at best. Not even that. It's so stupid how all these like settlements and lawsuits and fines for all these major tech companies. It's just like, yeah, it's only, you know, it's a few hundred million dollars when they rake in billions a quarter. Like, it's nothing. Well, in the interest of fairness, too, though, to, to the point of the original uh, article, the, the guy that was really in charge of it all stepped away. Um, whether he gets in trouble or not is, uh, I'm sure, to be seen. Uh, whether or not he should be held responsible uh, is to be seen, really. If it wasn't him doing the actions, then I don't know. Um, if it was him, then he could be punished. Yes, he's, he's guilty by association because he was aware of what was going on. And he did nothing. Yeah, if he was aware, then he should be punished. Everybody that, should be pu- everybody that was involved should be punished. But uh, you did just remind me, uh, there was a follow-up that we had to make from last week with the insomniac breach yes i didn't personally see anything new about that but i'm glad you did because i forgot (laughs) yes the breach uh was a two million dollar ransom and it was not paid and as a result there was a massive 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 leak uh lots of gameplay was released um mostly looking more or less incomplete. And then to my recent recollection, if I'm remembering this correctly, as of yesterday, which is the 23rd, uh, sorry, the 22nd, as of this recording would be yesterday, there is a game file leak where you could actually play the game on PC. Yeah, but it's a pre-production one, so it's probably an alpha build, so it's not indicative at all of what the final product is going to be. That's no. like the, the the GTA 6 leaker, like when they re- leaked that footage. It's yes. like, you know, it's not indicative of the actual final product. But, but the gameplay video that I saw that was leaked was uh, 
mostly done. It wasn't entirely done. There was obviously oh. elements missing, but um, waypoints were in the game. Um, senses which could be used, uh, like uh, his hearing and smell, I think, were visualized on the screen, uh, rendered okay. and all. Um, uh, uh, quest points were in were were actually finished in this. Like he, he had climbing gameplay that looked complete. It looked almost fluid. So th- I mean, t- t- we're not going to go too far off on a tangent on this, but it, it's out there. Unfortunately, it is out there, and it doesn't look bad. It doesn't look great because it's not done, but it doesn't look bad. If anything, I, if, if it looks that good, I guess that's a good indication of uh, how good the game will probably be. Um, yes. I, I haven't personally seen it, so I can't say yay or nay on it, but uh, I guess we'll just see when the final version comes out. I, I, I like to reserve myself for final versions of games rather than base my opinion off a uh, incomplete version of the game. That's fair. I mean, it's it's... We're not beta or alpha testers by trade. We are gamers. We like games, but we can't go out of the way of um, acting like we could be the people to talk to when it comes to uh, a complete product. We only know the complete product, and that's how we functionally enjoy it is from start to finish. That's why I think... Well, well, that's debatable nowadays. <laughs> Everything's kind of a you know <laughs> duct tape service where it's like, oh, it comes out broken, and then they're like, oh yeah, well, we'll get to fixing it. Just just wait for the updates. Like uh, you, you, you know, literally stole the point out of my mouth because I was going to say we grew up at a time, at least I did. I, I'm a little bit older than you, I, and um, I grew up in the time pre-internet uh, with video games and the new age yeah, totally. of, uh, but I, I was a little bit older than you and so I started with like the Super Nintendo and NES I had those things when they were new <sighs> yeah I feel old uh, it's, I mean it's not much of a gap but still we had PlayStation there wasn't much to do online I mean the PlayStation 1 maybe had an adapter that you could add late 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 models but I don't think so I think it was PS2 that it actually started yeah, well, even then, the PS2, you had to get the um, the network adapter that slotted into the back. Or the Slim. The tiny Slim was equipped. Yeah, the Slim had it. It had Ethernet built in, but the, the, the fast, fast, like the one I have, it didn't. But, but which is also cares? great for modding. Yeah, those, <laughs> things, those things were... Those early model systems, up to the Dreamcast and maybe the earliest three, were probably some of the best to modify. Yeah, but going back to the games for update thing i remember you know for halo 2 for example if you didn't have an xbox live connection um the only way you could update your game was by getting the the multiplayer map pack disc so it had additional maps for the multiplayer but also it updated the game to fix a lot of the game breaking bugs or uh, just some quality of life improvements as well like so <laughs> it was before you know they could just be like okay well yeah this is broken but we'll just push out an update you know in a couple weeks or at launch because now it's that's how it is you know but before it was just everything was disc based and if you didn't have internet you weren't getting an update and most consoles didn't have internet it wasn't until like we said ps2 xbox where ethernet was an option and even then it was on Broadband. broadband. You kids don't know what broadband is. No, you, can't. We, you definitely we, don't know what dial-up is. We in the industry call broadband. It's gross. Because it's, it is. It's really... If you ever try to call someone who's got a fax machine connected to their phone line, 
That's the sound of dialogue, by the way. Mm-hmm. It's awful. Awful. Yeah, it's ears. It's <laughs> ear piercing. It's horrible. But back in like the early thousands, you know, in the nineties, it was just normal. <laughs> we just were used to it. Yes, yeah, so and you could never use the phone and play on the internet at the same time. And boy, oh boy. But mom, get off the phone. I'm trying to play Unreal Tournament. I'm trying to download this cheat for The Sims, mom. God. <laughs> trying to download Nickelback songs. Oh, uh, LimeWire. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, Virus wire. Yes, yes. Ah, uh, nostalgia. Uh, so what else you got? What else has been in the news this week, Dean? There was a Monster Hunter thing that came out that we didn't discuss yet. Monster Hunter Wilds planned for release on Steam in 2025. Yeah. They put out a trailer for it, I think. Never been a Monster Hunter fan. Hey, I mean, it doesn't it doesn't really ring my bell either, but it is a hell of a popular game. So, uh, yeah, I guess with, uh, with that out of the way... Uh, Let's uh, let's get into choosing our characters, or uh, well, we'll get there. All right. So uh, now that we've gotten the bit of news out of the way for this week, it is time for us to choose our characters. Uh, but before we do that, we're gonna just give you the little heads up that we're gonna do something a little bit different this week. Uh, in lieu of Christmas, we have a couple of guest speakers that are gonna give you the backgrounds of e honda and sumo santa um we will let them introduce themselves uh when it comes time for the backgrounds but it is christmas so use your imagination until then uh but also as this is a christmas thing we're going to do something a little different for the speculation as well and uh we'll get there after the backgrounds and abilities have been laid out you'll see what we have planned it's going to be a lot of fun so now that we've got that little blurb out of the way. Okay, guys, it's time to choose your characters. Who are you running with this week, Dean? I will be running E. Honda from the Street Fighter series. Our second Street Fighter character in a row, actually. And I promise it's just circumstantial. And uh, speaking of good reasons to segue into the character that I'm representing, it is circumstantial because he was uh, the only good sumo fighter character that I could come up with, or that either of us could really come up with, to put up against Sumo Santa, the absolute legendary Santa Claus from the Clay Fighter 63 and one-third video game from Nintendo 64. Still reminds me of the Naked Gun 33 and a half of the title. Appropriately so. Uh, I think anybody with a... Uh, a the spoof parody brain from the uh, late 80s and early 90s will know those things, such as uh, that and uh, Hot Shot Part 2 are good examples of things from them that make parody of the sequel title. Much fun. Good stuff. Very good. Very good. Very good. Uh, but yeah, so Sumo Santa and E Honda, uh, they're going to get their little backgrounds here, and it's not going to be us. So uh, with, uh, with that out of the way... Take it away, guys. It's time to enter the code for debug mode. Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B, A, start. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas, everyone. Now listen and let me tell you all about Sumo Santa, my evil clone twin. Sumo Santa is a character in the Clay Fighter video game series. 
He is an evil clone of Santa Claus who wants to take over the North Pole and the world. He initially tries to dominate the North Pole, but fails. So he sets up a secret toy workshop on Claymoto Isle to further his sinister ambitions. In the game Clay Fighter 63 and 1 3rd, Sumo Santa teams up with Dr. Kiln to try to dominate the world, but they are stopped by the other Clay Fighters. In Clay Fighter Sculptor's Cut, his rivalry with Bad Mr. Frosty intensifies, and his new objective is to remove all heroes from Claymoto Isle. Sumo Santa is a heavyweight fighter with unique moves like the Kringle Crush, Sumo Flip, Belly Launcher, and the Flavalanche. He uses his body as a weapon and can deliver devastating super combos. His interactions with other characters, especially Bad Mr. Frosty, and humor and references to Santa Claus lore. Overall, Sumo Santa is a memorable and entertaining character in the Clay Fighter universe. This is the Grinch, and I'm here to tell you all about E-Honda from the Street Fighter video game series. The very clear winner of this fight, Edmund Honda, more commonly known as E-Honda, is a character in the Street Fighter video game series. He is a sumo wrestler from Japan who aspires to be the greatest of all time. He achieved the rank of Ozeki, just below Yokozuna, the highest rank in sumo wrestling. Despite his rank, E. Honda has not officially obtained the title of Yokozuna due to his unconventional techniques. E. Honda's name is a reference to Japan's Kido period. His sumo wrestling style embodies this tradition, and he takes pride in his heritage. In combat, E-Honda uses sumo wrestling moves along with unique techniques not allowed in formal matches. His signature move is the 100 hand slap, a rapid succession of palm strikes. He also has moves like the sumo headbutt, sumo smash, and various throws that showcase his sumo prowess. E-Honda's V-skills enhance his abilities. Nekodamashi negates projectiles and sumo spirit enhances his 100 hand slap. These skills make him a formidable opponent. Outside of fighting, E. Honda is known for his culinary skills, particularly his chunko stew, associated with sumo wrestlers. Throughout the Street Fighter series, E. Honda aims to demonstrate the strength and honor of sumo wrestling. He has appeared in various media and remains an honorable champion with a laid-back personality. In summary, E. Honda represents the strength, discipline, and traditions of sumo wrestling in the Street Fighter universe. He captivates fans with his sumo-based techniques and his determination to bring respect to the art of sumo. Well, that Mr. Grinch was a mean one, uh, but my Santa Claus representing Sumo Santa seems like the uh, strangest bit of irony in the uh, history of Christmas, uh, being that Sumo Santa is the evil twin clone of Santa Claus, and he <laughs> decided to be so kind as to tell you guys about his uh, background and abilities. So thanks, Santa, and uh, I guess thank you to the Grinch, too, uh, for that. Yeah, he came out of his cave. It was very strange. I know, for especially for someone with a heart three sizes too small. Uh, but thanks. Uh, it is nice to see some festive faces and voices on the console combat podcast here on Christmas day. But we did promise you more than one surprise. We did tell you that we were going to do something a little bit different with the speculation. And uh, yeah, so let's get right into it. This is a story. It's essentially like a, a situation that we're going to put together for fun. We're, we're trying something different. Maybe you guys can tell us what you think of it in the, uh, the 
Q&A of Spotify or on social media. We definitely are, are always curious about feedback. So that said, let's, uh, let's get started on this story here. In the bustling city of Metroopolis, an otherworldly portal unexpectedly opened, linking disparate realms together. As a result, iconic characters from various video game universes found themselves transported into this amalgamated dimension. Among them, E. Honda, the sumo wrestler from Street Fighter, and Sumo Santa, the portly pugilist from Clay Fighter 63 and a third, materialized near a crowded street. Both fighters, disoriented from their sudden arrival, attracted the attention of curious onlookers. As the two behemoths exchanged perplexed glances, an enigmatic figure emerged from the shadows. The mysterious being, known as the Interdimensional Arbiter, explained the situation to E. Honda and Sumo Santa, revealing that only one of them would return to their respective world. Fueled by the innate competitive spirit ingrained in their warrior hearts, the two fighters eyed each other with a mixture of determination and curiosity. The interdimensional arbiter proposed a solution, a battle, a contest of strength and skill to determine the rightful traveler back to their origin. The stage was set in an abandoned arena surrounded by the towering skyscrapers of Metropolis. The air crackled with anticipation as the crowd, a mix of locals and fellow displaced characters, gathered to witness this unprecedented clash of titans. This is the battle speculation. The speculation has no impact on my results. However, for the purposes of allowing this to be visualized by our listening audience, the hosts will announce how one of the 1,000 simulated fights might pan out. The weapons that spawn throughout the fight, as well as the environment in which they are present, are not factored into the simulations, but it further adds to the image we hope to present. Okay, so the Interdimensional Arbiter has brought these two sumo wrestling uh, video game extraordinaires to Metropolis to duke it out and for a winner-take-all return home. Who do we think is going to go first in this fight? I think E. Honda is going to go first just out of sheer cockiness, honestly. Yeah, I think his experience too. Just going to be like, just come out and be like, all right, time for the main event. And, you know, just start making moves. It's, it's, it should be noted that much like the last game, uh, Sumo Santa does, in fact, announce the moves he's doing, whereas E Honda is much more a professional sumo wrestler and doesn't. Okay, so you say E Honda goes first. What you doing to the Sumo Santa man? All right, uh, and just uh, to make things easier, I'm just going to refer to him as Honda, uh, just to make it a little bit oh, oh, yeah. quicker to say. And also, just as a reference... For those of you who have never played or even heard of Clay Fighter, Sumo Santa's voiced by Jim Cummings, the voice of Winnie the Pooh and Pete from the Mickey Mouse stuff. So just picture that when I say the things that I say. Which would be fun. I'll, I'll try my best. Oh, bother. But it's not going to be anything like Sumo Santa because I'm not Pete. So I think uh, Honda Civic is going to go ahead and start with a... Uh... <laughs> I knew that would get you. <laughs> Honda Civic's gonna go ahead and start uh, with a good old sumo headbutt, just right to uh, Clayboy's body, I guess. I don't know. Probably big enough to just hit the whole body. <laughs> belly butt. The head belly butt. Well, right on down to the head belly butt. Okay, so Sumo Santa is a sumo wrestler as well, and this headbutt is gonna be a joke to him. 
Yes, of course he's gonna let it hit his belly. His belly is completely and utterly a weapon. In fact, he's gonna even basically absorb the headbutt right into his stomach before just belly bash and just <laughs> bonk right back into to Honda's face, knocking him backwards. <laughs> completely shocking him because who the hell has control of their stomach like that? Who? Sumo Santa does, that's who. Must be rocking a six pack under all that flab. It's a damn keg. <laughs> Didn't realize we were hosting an intergalactic kegger down here. <laughs> Men in Black. Like you ripped for the lovely stuff. So, uh, Honda Accord's gonna sumo dash his way back over Big Boy Santa, <laughs> and John's dying, and just gonna power up and just hit him with a hundred hand slap. Just. After the hundred hand slap, just hit him with an oicho throw and just. Uh, okay, so E Honda spams Sumo Santa with one of his famous spammy spam attacks that spams people all the time with spam. Is this low sodium or? Oh, it's the extra high sodium. It's so Ooh. salty. E Honda just slapped the shit out of Sumo Santa Will Smith style, and then you said he threw him. It's a grab and throw downwards, and then. Uh, basically just like ass slams onto him ass slams onto him okay yes so he th- he throws him on the ground and he booty bumps him backwards okay that's the yeet. okay all right no, no, i was gonna no, think no. of one re- one response to that but uh it is not the way i thought it was gonna go so it's like the the like he throws him on the ground he's and then sumo Santa's laying flat and then basically honda's accord will jump up and then do like you know like the like the down uh, attack that you could do in Mario. Yeah, like a down throw, yeah. Yeah, it's like that. It's just on top of them. Okay. That's what it is. Okay, I gotcha. Okay, so Sumo Santa will uh, bounce from this. It's not exactly the, uh, you know, easiest thing to respond to after you just got slapped a fuck around. So after, uh, after his buoyancy has been returned to normal... Sumo Santa will get back up and he will run at E Honda and he will from pretty much nowhere pull out a gigantic stocking and go stocking stuffer and just throw the whole like somehow Mary Poppins ish stocking over E Honda um, and then just start just beating the dog shit out of him while he's in the stocking and it's kind of funny to watch because Ehan is just struggling around in this gigantic red stocking as Sumo Sand is punching, kicking and kneeing him in any given position at any given time while he flails. Uh, Honda Pilot is now going to uh, you know, regain himself and and just rip himself out of the stocking because, you know, it's cloth with, you know, it's not going to hold him that much. And uh, he's going to go, okay, you want to fuck around and find out? Let's fuck around and find out. So he's going to unleash his show of force. And basically what that's going to do is shove him back and disorient him with a really hard push. And then he's just going to go ahead and charge up for his uh, ultimate killer head ram. And basically he just powers himself up, gains the strength, and then just dives directly headfirst into him. 
disorient him a bit. He's going to stand back up and just unleash a salvo of more hand slaps and then hit a final one that's going to do a lot more damage and slap him back and kind of really disorient uh, Big Boy Santa Claus. Big Boy Santa Claus has been disoriented by the Honda Pilot. (laughs) Wouldn't you be if you got ran over by a Honda Pilot? (laughs) I mean, I would really hope that I wouldn't get run over by anything. (laughs) But, you know, especially in a fight between two sumo wrestlers. Uh, I got nothing to go with that. So I'm (laughs) I'm just going to carry on. Um, So, yeah, Sumo Santa gets knocked back. Uh, He has days to have a second, but... He's, he's, he's a thick boy. He can take a good slapping around. Damn, boy! He's thick! Boy! That's a thick-ass boy! Mm-hmm. So, suddenly, a Honda CRV hears... <laughs> belly launcher! And just, well, right show Mortal Kombat. His belly just launches straight forward first, almost as if being propelled by itself, uh, and lashes at E-Honda with a force so powerful that it knocks him back as well. But then, with the kickback of that sumo santa will then go cane pain and pull a candy cane pretty large one out of nowhere as if by uh, some form of cartoonish animation and just bash sumo santa over the head of it several times while he's still you know dazed from the sumo bump well, that's not very sweet no you're right the minty and minty is nasty yeah well, it depends. Oh, and as he jumps off after the last candy cane hit, he's going to go, I'm adding you to the naughty list. Candy kinky. Uh, because we didn't mention this, I'll just interject this here and now. Uh, we are changing the way we're going to deliver the winning result. So rather than have each other finish the fight, we're going to make this a unique thing where the winner will be announced by the player uh, who won being able to say how exactly they will be finishing their opponent Um, and there will be a selection of different opportunities uh, which we will go over once the winner is uh, decided here so honda ridgeline is going to hit sumo santa with a couple power stomps just leg kick leg kick leg kick and then charge up for another 100 hand slap just unleash another volley of the 100 hand slap sumo santa's not gonna expect him to use that move twice so it's gonna definitely disorient him and it's gonna put him into a dazed state where he's kind of just almost concussed just standing there vulnerable and that'll be in preparation for the final attack okay so you slap shit Sumo Santa into a daze, you say. I beg to differ. I think that Sumo Santa is just going to retaliate from your slaps rather than be dazed by them. I think he's going to do the Kringle Crush, which basically turns him into a gigantic cannonball as he leaps and drops on E Honda. And I'm going to say that he's going to do it repetitively in a, uh, a buoyant uh, laughing style, like just ha-ha, da-dunk, ha-ha, da-dunk, ha-ha, or ho-ho, da-dunk, ho-ho, da-dunk, you know, something like that. Something ridiculous. And then that's going to daze E-Honda, and now he's going to be Honda Ridge on the sideline Oof. because he is ready to get... Yeah, that was a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he's just going to be ready to take a final hit. And... Uh, this will be where we decide to uh, 
let the results tell you who finishes who. Okay, so before we do go into the results. There was an idea. Basically, the finishing maneuver will be performed by the winner. And they'll have, we're going to call it four different types of opportunities to finish their opponent. Uh, a lot of this is going to be fighting games similar or very much like inspired. Uh, Mortal Kombat's kind of the one that always comes to mind with finishing maneuvers and stuff like that, but there are other games too. I mean, Clay Fighter does have claytalities. Um, so it is something that is, you know, it's been taken and moved and played with and whatever. Um, so that said, the opportunities are going to be the character will have character-based finishing maneuvers that they can use against their opponent. That's a pretty straightforward one. Um, alternative finishers, like the Mortal Kombat alternative finishers, there are brutalities, there are animalities, there are babalities, there are friendships. Any and all of those can be fucked around with and played with. Uh, if the character doesn't ha have one, I think we're both on board to improvise one for whatever it would be. I think it'd be a lot of fun. Um, and that's one of the ideas that I come up with. I think that's why I came up with that, that idea because playing around with the ideas that could come up with, for example, um, Mario doing a fatality or, or, you know what I mean? Like just as an example, just an opportunity arises. We're not necessarily going to go down that road, but you know, it's an opportunity. Mamma mia, Yoshi, I'm going to fucking kill I'm you. I'm going to eat your face off or whatever. I'm, or chicken, like he's a chicken. Yeah. You look at dinosaur chicken. Also, much. Uh, environmental finishers, another kind of inspired by Mortal Kombat thing. We do have these different places that we put together, and why not have fun and let the uh, environment play a factor in ending the fight? It seems prudent to do so. I mean, it is a video game trope, and it is a fighting thing to do so. It's not, How many fights have you seen where the person on the other side of the 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 winner is impaled by a random object or what have you it's all circumstantial and it feels right to do so in a fun and playful way with these characters that are otherwise immortal anyways uh, that said there's one other option that i think me and dean are going to have a lot of fun with and maybe even the most fun with and that is we've taken our random weapon wheel and i've taken some of the less effective things on that list and removed them and completely made the rest of the list equal opportunity drops. And the winner, if they so choose to use the wheel, will have one spin on that wheel. And whatever the weapon drops is what they have to use to end their opponent. And I think that's going to be the most fun. Yeah, it'll definitely make for some interesting finishes. Because, I mean, obviously, like, say, I don't know, the newspaper. <laughs> like, just absolutely wail their opponent to death with a newspaper would be hilarious to see. A Chunko style. Chunko style. Yes. Uh, so now that you've gotten the ins and outs of what we're thinking of uh, running with and how we want to try to go forward with this, hopefully you guys have some thoughts on it. Let's see who gets the last move in on who. Cortex, the results, please. Uh, yes, the results, please. <laughs> An item spawns in front of E Honda. And you think it's E Honda's weapon, but it's not. He is looking down dazed at a pair of red shoes. And Sumo Santa jumps in these red shoes because he loves the aesthetic of red that matches his Santa suit, which is basically just a red buttress and a Santa hat. 
But now he's got these. <laughs> you said butt. <laughs> but now he's got these fancy red shoes that he just hopped into, and they just fit so perfectly, and they just made him feel so light. And for the first time in his, uh, we'll call it minimal existence, because he is in fact a clone, he feels so fast, and he just runs and runs and starts running circles around E Honda, who just can't keep up. He's unfortunately just just so dazed from the fight and he just can't stand the speed going around him and the velocity it's starting to just start to hurt almost it's starting to sting at the skin and as sumo santa runs faster and faster you hear the of his flabs as the the wind just pulls the skin back in a flabby way oh God. it is a very interesting thank you visual. for depicting that image yeah, everyone needed to hear it i needed to see it because i needed to explain it so y'all need to hear it it's a great great visual but anyways as he's gained this velocity and made honda just completely paralyzed he runs away and then runs back as fast as he can directly into e honda and much like a Honda Civic against a, a Cadillac Escalade, the Civic just explodes into dis- dust. <laughs> oh boy. And E-Honda is no longer uh, more than particles in the wind. If you've ever seen The Boys, think, uh... <laughs> I can't remember... When H-Train? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, A-Train kills the girlfriend <laughs> right in the beginning. Yes. Yeah. It's exactly that, except there are no hands left. Oh boy. The only reason that Sumo Santa was able to run circles around E Honda is because the VTEC did not kick in yet. <laughs> the JDM guys will get that. We'll go with that. I think that's the funniest, ridiculous thing that we could turn, turn E Honda into a Civic or a Ridgeline or a fucking CRV or an Accord <laughs> or uh, what else is there? Fucking. There's so many different goddamn Hondas. Insight, clarity. <laughs> so many ridiculous. There was no clarity for him. There was none. Uh, so the mm. results were very close. Uh, despite Sumo Santa winning here on this Christmas duel, uh, it was very close. Uh, a matter of. Uh, 10 duels to be specific. E Honda lost only uh, 10 times more than Sumo Santa did at 505 to 495. It was as close to a coin toss. Literally a coin toss. Uh, Yes, as close as we've had to date uh, for a coin toss. And uh, that can be summarized by the fact that these two characters were very similar across the board. Both of them had a speed of three. Both of them had a strength of five. Uh, uh, Honda's fighting capability was just a little bit over Sumo Santa's with a five over a four. They're both equally durable at fours. Uh, adaptability, both of threes. Uh, the intelligence was actually just a bit higher for Sumo Santa. And I think that is probably attributed to the fact that he has a clone of Santa Claus who is essentially omniscient, which would give him some form of advanced intelligence in and of itself. I think if we ever did a Santa Claus fight in some capacity, it would show that he is a genius. Uh, He does see when you're sleeping, knows when you're awake, he knows when you've been bad or good. So don't break rules. (laughs) For goodness sake. But otherwise, yes, their range is the same too. They both basically just had fists and kicks and ass cheeks. Uh, so this was an interesting lab. Yes, and flab. Yes, and flab. Uh, it was a very interesting turner, turnout for a Christmas duel. Uh, much closer than our uh, one of our sister 
podcasts last week, uh, Max Destruction, who did a Christmas-themed Elsa versus the Heat Miser. Uh, I won't tell you how close that duel was, but go check it out and you'll find out. But yeah, I think that this was a very fun duel. I did like the amalgamation of worlds, the Arbiter, the way that they got brought together. I think it was a lot of fun. And yes. I, I hope you guys enjoyed that too. And I hope you guys like our new finishing and uh, winner system. And uh, it, let us know how you feel about it. Let us know in the comments. Send us a message. And uh, other than that, where do we go from here, Dean? What do we do? It's Christmas is over. That means our next episode drops on New Year's Day. Yeah, so that's going to be a very hungover episode for a lot of people. Not us. We'll be pre-recording by at least a couple days to make sure that we don't have that problem. Shh! Don't don't ruin don't ruin the element. Don't don't ruin. No, we record on the same day it releases. Yeah, no, it's it's live. It's live. We we. Do it live uh, there's no editing uh, <laughs> yeah right yeah. oh boy if there wasn't editing you guys would be in for some fucking treats last week for example Oof. would have been tragedy for everybody involved yeah everyone would have learned how incapable of reading i really am or just words in general i mean it is true words are hard words are hard words are hard very very hard okay gentlemen let's hack the game how do you think these two characters would fare in each other's games? And do you think they would be a good team in either game? I'm going to just take the lead this one. I feel like this is a similar situation to our last hacking the game, except it hasn't happened and it's not going to happen where the games kind of already happened. Most fighting games can kind of intermingle. I, I don't think it's... Uh, yeah. I don't think it's exclusive. I think it's really contingent on the producer of the game as to whether or not you can mix and match like... Uh, Obviously, Marvel versus Capcom being the prime example, Street Fighter's characters have really never been known for uh, murderous intent, um, and the vast majority of Marvel characters can be said of the same. Um, True. And as a result, they don't have to use finishing moves and fatalities and stuff, uh, and they can get away with not doing so. Versus where you get games like Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe or Injustice, where you're incorporating two universes that don't necessarily mind murder and killing each other for the sake of, you know, advancing the plot. Yeah. And that's where I think these two games might differ, because Clay Fighter is a clay-based game, but they do have clay-tality. Uh, so I don't think Sumo Santa would be bad in Street Fighter, but I do think E-Honda would be bad in Clay Fighter. And mm. I don't know that I could put them in the same game for that same reason. I disagree. I mean... I mean, just looking at their stats, they're very comparable. I feel like they could definitely handle their own in each other's games. Um, I, f you know, even though there's the claytalities in Clay Fighter, I feel like E Honda could easily just adapt and be like, okay, well, I'm able to do this now, so <laughs> I, you could just commit some claytalities. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I suppose, yeah. Especially if he's transformed into a clay figure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like he would just be an easy adaptation for him. I don't see any issues to it. And I think if they were together in a game, I feel like it would work well. I mean, even if like it was a tag team type deal, I feel like uh, Ooh. they could do you know two sumo wrestler on a tag team. I mean, that'd be a pretty formidable <laughs> force. Yeah. Could you imagine the tag team moves? They just off to the end, uh, off ropes at each other. Just oh yeah, swish. just squishing their opponents. <laughs> fucking, 
Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. The, the other opponents like, oh God, do do I just run or like what <laughs> white flag. White flag. Right. I'm done. I'm Paris. I don't want to die. Or, no. Uh, I'm, I'm Switzerland. I, no, I'm France. I surrender. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's even better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so okay, all right. Uh, I can I can see your perspective. I I like. I'm gonna stick with my opinion on this one, but I I see your perspective. I do understand. Hold up. Wait a minute. Now before we move on, I uh, I do want to introduce this one other thing that I had discussed with Dean, and um, we're pretty much. Uh, I kind of want to do it. That's a lie. This is news to me. Sure, he's lying. He's lying. Don't listen to him. Um, I kind of want to do something with the audience. I want you guys to interact with us. And there's two things that I'm trying to put on the table. One is trivia uh, and the other is clips. I think that we could have some fun with clips. Um, And I think that we could have some fun with trivia. I am ill-equipped for a trivia question this week that's going to be relevant. So I am going to just throw one out there for the fun of it. And if anyone answers, feel free on social media. I'll put up a post. Uh, Feel free to lay it in the comments. Um, and as for clips, we are interested in everyone's favorite clip of the week, whether it's your own or somebody else's. As long as you give credit where it's due, that's all that matters. We are, at least one of us, will look at the clips and say, this is our favorite this week. And we'll put it up on social media and we'll talk about it really quick on the show here. And, you know, a little shout out for you. A little bit of fun. Yeah. Uh, but let us know. Let us know if you like trivia or if you like the clips or if you like both. Let us know in the comments. Let us know wherever you can get a hold of us, Discord, wherever. Don't message me on Discord. I won't answer. <laughs> yeah, he's he's never actually there. It's just a, it's a, a figment of your imagination. Yes. Um, it's not huge at all. Nope, don't say it. Re- remember, uh, dis- Discord but- has uh, specific tags now for your username. So yeah, it's, it, this is true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so the trivia question I'm going to give you guys for fun is very simple. Most people would be able to figure this one out just by knowing enough about what I've said today. And that is the title of the sequel to Clay Fighter for the Super Nintendo was 63 and a third. Clay Fighter 63 and a third. Why was it called Clay Fighter 63 and a third? More specifically, what inspired the name, at least the concept of it? And don't Google it. Only tell us if you Don't actually Google. know. I mean, you can yeah. Google. I mean, it's it if pretty you straightforward. Want. Yeah, it, it's pretty straightforward. Honestly speaking, I'm just kind of mulling it over in my head, thinking that's really ridiculous. Someone's going to be able to figure it out right off the top of their head. But I digress. There's your question. Throw us your clips if you have clips ideas. And uh, Dean, hello. Next week we're doing something. We are. We're doing another game character battle. Yeah, I know. Shocking, I know. So this 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 next episode is has gone through some changes. It's gone through a number of changes. Uh, it took us a little while to land on a good opponent for one of the characters that I've been looking forward to running with, and that is Revolver Ocelot from Metal Gear Solid. Uh, I'm a very big Metal Gear fan, as if uh, people haven't figured that out by now. It's it's something that I do very much enjoy. I've enjoyed for a long time. Dean has minimal knowledge about Metal Gear, and he's going to find out next week uh, because after all of the moving things around and trying to figure out who would be the best opponent for Revolver Ocelot, who did we settle on, Dean? We have settled on the Joker, the jokester man himself, specifically from the Batman Arkham game. Yeah, so that is who we've decided would be a good fit 
against uh, Ocelot. Okay. Uh, and we basically decided that the joke is a good opponent for Ocelot because they're both pretty solid villains from their game series. They're both kind of on a uh, unhinged level of intelligence uh, that far surpasses uh, insanity and proof that insanity is uh, lacking in any form of intelligence because the Joker is insane and is a genius. And Ocelot is pretty fucking intelligent too. And if you know anything about Ocelot, you know that he's gone through some shit and he's done some shit and he's played some games. And uh, we're not going to go into more of their histories or backstories right now because you get all that next week. Yes. I think that is it for the Christmas special uh, E-Honda versus Sumo Santa. Another win column uh, for John here at uh, Console Combat. Yeah, the I'm... L train continues once again. Yep, we're back back on the rails, back on the track. What else is new? It's okay. It's just a matter of the characters that I know happen to having been better. <laughs> at the end of the day. Sounds like you're just being cocky. Maybe a little bit. And coming back to something you mentioned earlier uh, on trivia, uh, I figured since this was our Christmas episode, we would give ourselves a little gift. When it comes to trivia, there may be someone who does a little bit of movie trivia. And I think he might also be on this podcast. John, would you like to explain this? Oh, yes, yes, yes. So uh, for those of you who have followed the Mad Trivia podcast for a while, you might remember a couple weeks ago I said that uh, it was hiatus time for the month of December. Guess what? One week from today, December's over. That means January 1st is a Monday, which means Mad Trivia returns. And it's not just one person on this show that you're getting, ladies and gentlemen. No, you are getting... Dean, hello. As yes, as the 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 guest of honor of January's episode of Mad Trivia, I put him to the test against a movie that he said he knew a lot about. Did he know? You'll have to listen to find out. I can't tell you this information. It'll take away from him wanting to have the show to be started. But if nothing else, please come for the Mad Libs. They're hilarious. Because you will smile. <laughs> you will smile. There have been some if you really good You ones. have no soul. <laughs> You have no soul if you don't smile at my mad lips. I promise you, you will smile. Oh, yeah. There's something for everybody. <laughs> and on the uh, on the path of more shameless plugs for our other things, just for Christmas sake, um, I occasionally upload some garbage videos onto my YouTube channel. Uh, so if you're looking to be disappointed on YouTube, uh, check out youtube.com slash at bigdaddyslim. And uh, there's there's some garbage on there. I mean, it's mostly garbage, but there's some uh, some game stuff. There's some memes. There's some other projects I've done. Just things I'll think of and be like, yeah, let me make a little quick thing for this, and I'll put it together. And it usually takes longer than expected. Um, I do have other things planned currently. Um, it's just a matter of the time to be able to do them, because you know, as you guys may have guest we do work full-time jobs and uh you know with doing everything with this podcast it's taken up a little bit of the extra time we do have especially during the holiday season and i will try to 
upload somewhat more sporadically. I mean, it's going to be sporadic. Don't ever expect me to have regular uploads. <laughs> at best, sporadic. That's at, at, at best. Yeah, know. it's it's usually just whenever I feel like it. But uh, yeah, check that out if you if you want. Um, it's nothing special. Um, and then on the off chance, if I ever do decide to stream any gameplay, uh, that'll be at twitch.tv slash thebigdaddyslim. Um, follow me there. You don't have to subscribe. I don't expect you to give money to me in Twitch, mostly Twitch. Uh, for that, just if you want to throw in a follow and maybe pop in and say hi whenever I do decide to stream every six months. Go for it. Yeah, and uh, I mean, speaking of social media plugs, you may as well get ours in there too. Uh, You can find us on Instagram and on TikTok at Console Combat Podcast. I am the pretty much uh, sole runner of those Instagram and TikTok accounts because Dean is adverse to social media for the most part. Um, Yeah, I just, I don't mess around with social media. (laughs) I have an Instagram account that I use to browse reels, and that is it. I don't look at messages. I don't look at my, even my friends' posts. I just browse reels. (laughs) I get it. I can follow those rabbit holes all the time, too. But before I forget the topic of YouTube, Dean did in fact set up a YouTube account for Console Combat, and it is uh, it is slowly getting built and uh, adapted to have our episodes in video format. We will not be showing our ugly mugs, no, nope. uh, because you guys don't deserve that. No, if uh, if we did that, you wouldn't watch. Yes, it is horrifying. Is we're giving you the gift of Christmas miracles by not showing you our face. Yes, it, it basically the only reason that the YouTube videos are going to exist is just an alternative. Uh, listening venue. Uh, it's it's just going to be audio, really. I mean, there's video to it, but it's something you can just throw on your TV or whatever and just have in the background while you're, I don't know, vacuuming or putting together a bookcase or something. Yeah, yeah. Ikea will love it. They'll, uh, they'll definitely be on brand with us. So if you're interested in uh, seeing the video versions of this podcast, that is youtube.com slash at console combat. And I will upload those when I can. They won't be simultaneous releases with the other releases of the podcast. They'll just be whenever I can get to it. Yeah, they'll be sporadic, but, you know, most people are listening to podcasts on podcast platforms anyways. Yeah. Um, and one of the reasons I haven't put the show on Google Podcasts is because it's shutting down and it's redundant. Yeah, it'll be moving over to YouTube Music anyway. Yes, yeah, so, so when that happens and the transition actually occurs, uh, I think, here in the next couple months, then I will post the RSS to that. Um, and I'm trying to work it out on TikTok because I do believe you can actually do that on TikTok too. Um, but I believe you have to do it on a computer, so i got to work that out. Um, but uh, I think with that all out of the way... Oh my god, I can't believe you idiots forgot to talk about the network. Uh, I guess I'll just do it for you. This show is part of the Dynamite Network. Hosted by the Dynamic Duel podcast, Marvel vs. DC. How these guys forgot to talk about this, I will never understand. Also on the network, Max Destruction. Action-based fights with your favorite action characters from television and film. And Senjo World, the anime battle podcast. Focusing, obviously, on anime. Again, don't know how these idiots forgot it, but I did it for them. Merry Christmas or whatever. Love, The Grinch. That has been a 
fun Christmas fight and a uh, fun Christmas night. And I think uh, after Sumo Santa and E Honda have slapped the shit out of each other with a cup of cocoa in hand, they say all is forgiven. Don't forget when you're in a fighting game, can't stop midway. You have to make it through the tournament. Otherwise, you just have to start over. And remember, game developers, up on the D-pad does not equal jump. Later, motherfucking nerds! Deuces. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas to all, and to all a good fight.